now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. This podcast is brought to you by E-Legend. E-Legend brings you an exclusive play-to-earn game while giving you access to win ETH in multiple game tournaments. And on top of that, a utility token that allows you to bet on your favorite gamer in their tournaments. You love playing games? Perhaps you're also passionate about NFTs? Like you, E-Legend was created for gamers that share that passion for the NFT space. Follow them on Twitter at MeLegendNFT and go to their website, MeLegend.io. That's M-E-Legend.io. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of NerdFT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, a.k.a. Gutter Gang Guy, and I'm here with CryptoCryer, a.k.a. Rat Trap Guzzler. And we have a very special guest, uh, the co-founder of Blaze Games and the lead for Gutter Gang in their metaverse side of things, uh, Voxel Blaze. How are you guys? I'm going good, man. How are you? Excellent. I'm we... doing pretty good, man. It was, it was amazing meeting you. Oh, yeah, we're... <laughs> Thanks, man. We, we're, we're still, re- I'm, I'm still recovering. I'm not young anymore. I, I, my hangovers last like three, four days now. Uh, I'm the same, man. I, uh, I had a couple of days where I woke up and I was, I was like, oh, what, what am I, what am I doing, man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, really quick for the the listeners, we all were in Miami. we we were all at the, the gutter gang event. So that's where all the gutter drinking. Yeah, the, the outpost. So that's definitely where all the the pain that we're feeling right now is come from. But um <laughs> let's let's go ahead and um get with you, man. Um love to know a little bit about you, about uh Blaze Games, about your connections and partnerships with um Gutter Gang and all that good stuff. So uh take it away. So I guess like right now what I'm kind of doing is I'm kind of like a liaison for the sandbox with like projects. We use Blaze Games to like uh, make partnerships with, like people with like the Gutter Cat Gang. We got a few other people in the pipe in the pipeline as well. But um, yeah, awesome. biggest partner so far is the uh, Gutter Cat Gang, man. And uh, we've been working on their three by three build for their uh, sandbox lot, Gutter City, which we came up with all that kind of stuff. And yeah, just building that out. Uh, we had our first little launch of that called like the Kibble Club about about a month ago now, where we did like a social space forum and hosted a little party there, which was like a preemptive thing before they did the um, outpost. Actually, yeah, that's super awesome, cool. Awesome, awesome. What kind of, tell us about yourself? What uh, what kind of got you into the the whole space? Yeah, so like uh, I got into the space like I, back in like really early on, back in twenty seventeen, and um, I was there for like the rise a little bit, there for the dip, and then kind of pulled out. Forgot about crypto for like three years, pretty much, and then my mate started talking to me about it back about March last year, and um, yeah, man, I just like started researching again, figured out what he wanted me to know for it, and I know one of those people where. I'd fall into something as a fall into the rabbit hole and kept on researching and found NFTs. Um, I always told myself in 2017, I was like, if I found anything that was like Minecraft and crypto combined, I'd be like going all in on it. So I did like COVID hit, lost my job like in hospitality. So I had to find a way to like make some money. So I kind of took some money out, bought some lands and um, yeah, started researching how to actually build stuff in the sandbox, became an artist for them. And um, yeah, became, just worked my way up. I was one of the first artists in the marketplace launch, like one of the first hundred artists that got sold and um, used that money to buy into the gutter cat gang at mid. And then, yeah, that's how I kind of got partnered with them. I just made a voxel cat online, posted it. And yeah, just from there, it all fell together. Snowballed. That's it, man. That's super cool, man. Um, awesome. 
uh, what do you uh, say long term? What do you what do you think that uh, like all of these projects are they going to have all their own little outposts? They're all like style things, or you plan on building a lot more of these for individual people, or is it something that there's going to be like a one universal tying in game type situation in the future? Well, I think there's going to you're going to see like a, a whole bunch of different kind of outposts and people's like own takes on things. So it kind of be like I guess almost like a massive launch of all these indie areas where it's like you have like the doodle place where everyone wants to hang out and be the doodles or the cool cats and stuff like that and everyone has their own kind of take on events and what you want to go see but um they're the communities that you buy into and you want to go hang out with like in the irl and in the metaverse building for other people we're always looking into um building for other people as well but obviously we're trying to build up our company so we can take on more projects and um yeah, for sure. there's always a lot of other builders out there that are and also all the programs are really easy to use and we i run a stream like three times a week on how to like use Vox Edit and the Game Maker and try and teach people how to do it all too. Oh, that's super cool, dude. That's super cool. Definitely. Have we, to we love content creators, man. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Exactly. That's the, that's the future. But um, I... Uh, the ones that want to help. Yeah. yeah that's it. That's not, it. The, not the garbage influencers that are trying mm-hmm. to... But uh, I, I definitely think that very similar, you know, the, all these things are going to be little fractured states of... of uh, you know, your little gang, your little tribal, uh, you know, area. Um, I, I think that's going to be such a huge uh, aspect of all of this. What's your thoughts on um, the whole Decentraland versus Sandbox versus Crypto Voxel? Um, you know, do you think one of these are going to survive? Or do you think it's going to be a whole bunch of different ones or even something that we haven't seen yet in the future? Well, I, I think for the start of it, man, the, a whole bunch of them will survive just because of how much money is in the space now and what's happening with crypto and everyone wants to seem to come in and it's just growing at an exponential rate. And there's still so many people that don't even know about it that haven't invested or like know that how easy it is to actually transfer crypto compared to actually having a bank do it for you. We get charged a fee here or there. And like, I know we pay gas fees, but I still rather do that much more than have like all these bank fees that toll over time. My, my cost is, you know, like a hundred bucks to transfer, but it happens in, you know, 45 seconds, not like two weeks. Mm -hmm. So exactly, yeah, I exactly. definitely agree for that. Um, on the uh, on the front of uh, Sandbox, before we started recording, we uh, found out that you have quite a sizable land holding. What uh, <laughs> what kind of got you into buying the land? Not did you have a bunch of the token as well, or was it something that you just kind of went all in on land? So I, I kind of like I wanted to buy land because that's something I knew if I wanted to like eventually start my company in the sandbox, I'd have to have instead of doing partnerships with other people. If I didn't know I was going to be, I didn't know if I was going to be good enough to do that. You know what I mean? I was just a, literally a bartender that decided to give a go, give this a go, and try and actually be an artist for once. If you know what I mean? Yeah, that's and, literally um, my favorite part of Web three in, in general. Like you were, you know, this person. I used to be like a chiropractor and then I just found things that I really <laughs> enjoy in this and, you know, kind of pivoted completely, you know. Exactly, and yeah. any person can, if they want to, and come and participate, they can, you know, find 100%. huge amounts of, of prosperity, for sure. Exactly. There's a whole bunch of wealth and knowledge in the space that everyone's really, that's the best thing about it. Everyone's happy to share as well. There's, well, there's a, a few outliers, but there's a, a lot more people that actually want to share. Yeah, for sure. I have no voice from this weekend. Um, no, RSG has no voice. <laughs> yelling at people. I mean, mine's, over the mine's music. coming back a little. <laughs> mine's still but... rough because I did one last night too. I'm just like, uh... <laughs> that's all good. But yeah, I was going to say in, in regards to the lands, I actually got really, really lucky with that. So I bought into sand quite early. Um, so that was like I told you, I think earlier in the call. But um, yeah, I had 
obviously lost my job for COVID, took a bit of money out, um, decided I think it was about, ended up buying about $8,000 worth US maybe of sand when it was at four cents. Um, nice. Then, Chilling. yeah, then, then I, I um, used, I pretty much spent all the sand though, to be honest, literally on land. And I got really lucky because of the fact that the sale I got involved in with was um, uh, a sale where kind of like something happened and only some, some servers, like some of the servers in certain areas of the world crashed. And being in Australia, probably one of the only people in Australia that was trying to buy land at that time had like an instant <laughs> in. And I just let nice. me straight in and I was able to scoop up like a whole bunch. I got like a six by six, a three by three. That's like one that's right next to a Medicoven who bought it, which is the guy who bought the Beeple picture or whatever. For sure. So that was quite a good one. And then oh, like a whole bunch nearby. Yeah. You're, you're so you're set. Got a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah. <laughs> you're that's set. the other crazy um, like, thing too. You know, the, the amount of time it takes to be pretty pos- prosperous in this, in the whole crypto space is, is pretty crazy. Exactly. Well, that's it's like only like a little bit over a year now for my lands. Like the only see the, the rise with lands, it's always kind of gone up a little bit, but over the last, I'm sure you've noticed the last, I think two months, yeah. it's been a bit ridiculous. <laughs> um, but then also, like I said, with the, the sandbox, I almost owe everything to because of the fact that like, even when I was part of that first sale, the $8,000 I made from my Hydra that I sold 30 copies of was the money that I used to get into the gutter cats. And that's pretty much where I made my next, I guess, really good investment. And yeah, I was um, really happy with that too and had a really good partnership that formed out of it for, for the company as well. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. And quick question for you on the side of, of Blaze Games. So you, uh, you do say you are the co-founder. So how big is the team? Um, how like, yeah, yeah, let's go with that. How big is the yeah, team sure. that you have right now? So pretty much the, the, we have a team of about, I think there's, there's the, the four founders. Um, which okay. we found the whole company with, where we did our first game jam with. So that's also one of the things that kind of kicked off uh, Blaze Games itself. And when I kind of convinced my mates to have this chance, I was like, I was in the sandbox for quite a while. I think come up to like my nine months, I became a sell leader for the artist fund. And I was like approving assets and doing all that kind of stuff. And then I saw a game jam come up called the Glitch in the Metaverse game jam. And first, the first prize was 150k sand. And I told my mates that um, if we give this a proper go, we could probably probably win this because I had some skills myself and I knew I could teach them the ropes. And um, I, could, I knew one of my friends was quite good at programming so he could learn a lot in, um, uh, what do you call it, in Game Maker. And I had another mate who was a really good artist who I knew could um, help me out with making assets. And we all had a, like a kind of dark humor that we could write our story behind that kind of I thought our friendship had a funny humor as well. So made that partnership. And um, I brought my partner on as well who um, did the trailers and helped make assets as well. And from that, we worked about two and a half months on this game. It was called uh, Respawn. Entered it in. And this is all kind of during the whole time we were doing this partnership with the Gutter Cats. I had just bought the Gutter Cats. Did the whole thing with the Voxel Cat. And um, they wanted to partner with me for the Voxel Cats and building all those out. And then we actually, in the process of that, told them we'd actually take on and making a game for them. But we wanted to tell them, obviously, we wanted to work on our game jam first because we had a good chance of winning. And put that out. Um, Waited about two weeks. They did the announcement, and they announced that we actually came first in the uh, to the game universe. We won the 150k sand to found the Blaze Games company, and um, each found got a, quite a good um, sand bonus from that, which was able, they were able to quit their full time jobs and go full time with um the Blaze Games with me, and um, yeah, made the partnership straight after that when they saw that we um had won the game jam and had the extra confirmation that we were actually good at what we did, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, went from there. Yeah, that's, no, that's, 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 that's awesome. awesome. That's 
So that's crazy. Obviously, and, hey, and you're a pretty big nerd uh, here. Yeah, so, man. Uh, what what was that first defining moment? What games did you play? What did you grow up on? Well, uh, pretty much I grew up on my first game I ever got was Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation 1. Oh, um, yeah. The first games I kind of played, though, were with my sisters, but they never were my games because my sisters would always say, oh, that's my console. But I remember playing like uh, Sega, playing Sonic and all that kind of stuff, um, playing oh, yeah. Yeah, um, N64 and playing Mario. And no, no, pretty early like, that year. Yeah, playing. pretty early. And then I would, <laughs> the reason I knew I was a nerd was because I'd rather stay inside and play those games for hours on end before, before ever going outside. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's and one of the re- one of the first things for me I thought as well with when I got, got into NFTs and I, I think everyone kind of thought this as well was when I got into RuneScape and I remember standing in one of the My banks boy. being like, looking for group, where is this? I need to find this, buy uh, this, 10,000 10, gold. Boy. And that's pretty much <laughs> open sea. <laughs> Listen, for man, sure. I, I tell Cryer, RuneScape is literally the... We trained. I, I played RuneScape yep. for like three three, four years. I actually... A few summers ago with my buddies we're like hey let's just get a membership for like two months and let's just rock it out by the way have you have you tried runescape in the last like year or two no man i haven't man i it either it was really hard when we were younger or we were really stupid and i think it was just because we were really stupid but it's so easy now <laughs> it is uh. so, it is so easy i leveled up in like a month to level 90 all the stats what? the whole nine yards oh yeah it's super easy now because instead of me like running around doing nothing with my friends i'm actually grinding as quickly as possible and doing sure. all the crazy stuff and not knowing what to do. So yeah. I definitely feel like um, we were a little naive growing up. But um, again, back to it. Uh, I definitely think that when we were in RuneScape dealing with leveling up, with buying, selling, the grand exchange, uh, big bank sales at the bank, um, all the stuff that we were doing, we literally were training while our parents were telling us to get off the computer, go outside. We we didn't want to do that. We were training for 2021 for the NFTs, baby. So one of the one of the one of the funniest hustles I remember in um, RuneScape was going to like the desert town and having that uh the cow pen right next to it and going back and forth and just selling hides all day long just to try and get heaps of gold to go make another bigger trade in the bank somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. And what we're doing now is literally doing like the stock market, the crypto market, eBay, flipping, buying mm-hmm. shoes, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards, the whole nine yards. I, I definitely think like our generation, uh, your guys' generation, the like the like the 80, 90, early 2000, we were all in these video games literally just getting ready for what's going on right now and I <clears throat> I truly believe like we're in, we're sitting very well and we are able to adapt things that are happening so mu- easy, so much easier be- mm-hmm. due to the fact that we grew up with these amazing, these uh, not even amazing, like these old school consoles, these now amazing consoles, these amazing computers that are stronger than we've ever seen before. So exactly. it's definitely, it's definitely insane. But um, I had, I had a question for you. So, Again, right now, uh, your main focus, as we were talking about, was the sand, um, the sandbox side of things. What other like metaverses have you like dabbled into? Um, also, like, w- like you did mention, like some of these are easy, and and you d- you didn't mention like any of these were hard. So that's actually really cool to to like hear from you. Is that all these kids that are 
playing like Minecraft and all this stuff, once they they can put one and two and two together, like things can get extremely serious and people, projects, um, companies, organizations, all these people are going to need those builders for all these incredible things that are going to happen. So back to my original question, what other metaverses have you like dabbled into? I would say, with like you said, you're exactly right. There's all these people coming in. There's going to be so many people coming into the space where they're just going to want to work and they're going to be able to get a good wage as well from these other companies that want to build their metaverses out because there's going to be so much work to do. Because I think a lot of people, a lot of these, like you've seen with Adidas and all these other big companies buying into the sandbox and other metaverses that they see, they've done the market research. They see where the money is going. They know that this is a new thing. It could be the future if, say, all this stuff with COVID keeps going on. It's one of those things where a lot of people do have to be in their house a lot more of the time. Um, all these metaverses are going to be one of the main ways that people connect and interact with their friends. No, absolutely. And hey, uh, one of our things that we always talk about in all of our episodes is that uh, which CEO said something about metaverse this time or blockchain technology? <laughs> and the really cool thing, it, while in Miami, or I think it was earlier this week, I think it was actually like Monday or Tuesday, um, a company actually came out, massive company. Which one was it, Cryer? It was... Um, it was, I'm not super sure. I've been, it was, I've been, uh, what's the one with Assassin's Creed? Uh, oh, Ubisoft. 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 Ubisoft, yeah, yeah. Ubisoft came out and said that they're going to create the next game. I think it was, what is it? Um, Tom Clancy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have. did see that. So they the had Tom, Tom Clancy. Clancy have like digital blockchain assets. Damn, that's, that's going to be on, what's the blockchain that's going to be on? It's going to be on Tezos, correct? Tezos. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be super cool. Now we finally, this is the new edition of Nerd FT Radio where we're actually saying, hey, this company's doing it. So that's going to be super <laughs> cool to watch. Um, it, and of man. course, man, like, like you mentioned, um, Adidas partnerships and all these other people that are going to get into it. Uh, Nike with Roblox, but of course, that's like mm-hmm. Web 2, but they'll, they'll get to it one, one of these days. But it's just going to be super interesting to see what's going to truly happen. And what I love right now is like what Cryer always says to me is imagine myself, uh, RSG, I'm like a little boat and all of these platforms are going to be ports and we're going to be able to just go to each one and we're not going to be like all of our assets aren't going to be tied to one port, to one game, to one land. We're going to be able to use all these items. Now, of course, like not all of them because they can't integrate with everything. But a hmm. lot of them are going to be mm-hmm. able to move from each, every single game, every single metaverse. That's and of right. course, I would assume later down the road, uh, we'll narrow down into like the, t- like the, the Microsoft, Apple, Amazon mm-hmm. will have that of the metaverses. If it's yep. uh, Meta, uh, Zuckerberg's or Decentraland, <laughs> uh, ho- let's hope it's not the first one. Um, yeah. Or <laughs> San, Sam, uh, Sandbox. It could be, or maybe even something new. That's something that we spoke to, um, Cryer and I, we spoke to the Sappy Seals founder where he's like, why, uh, this approach is a little different. It's like, why focus on the games of right now when in three, four, five years, there could be something even better. But there's exactly, also yeah. the, there's also a take of, you can't wait that long. You need to start now because if mm-hmm. you start now, you are, I, I personally well, believe that you'll that be, next- you'll be, exactly you'll be prepared for what's coming so exactly it's it's definitely super super cool but um i I do have another question and it goes back to the nerd stuff 
So I always mm-hmm. ask this question, and my answer is always RuneScape. But um, recently, there was an, a big, massive airdrop that a lot of people in the NFT community received, which was the ENS airdrop, correct? Yep. Um, yep those individuals, uh, they were rewarded an ENS token based on how long they've had that um, EN, or that dot ETH, their yep. address. Um, of course, they they also got rewarded because of how long they're going to keep it. So I personally exactly, uh, yeah. locked it down for five years. And then, of course, nice. you got that multiplier, right? So yeah. my question with that as well. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a bunch and I only had one. I know someone in our NRN uh, group that had like 350 uh, EN, um, <laughs> ETA dot ETHs. So he was that was always- actually quite funny because the reason I got it because I did it for my company and for me, too. And I got about mm-hmm. For my company and for me, about three hundred and ninety-one each because I booked it That's for forty nuts. years just because I forgot about it. I didn't want to be lazy You're and forget about it. In <laughs> animal, you see, look, look at that. The lazy yeah. trait comes to yeah. save the day. I think that's awesome. But um, yeah, it was laziness, too. pure laziness. <laughs> well, like, it's so cheap too. It's like five yeah. bucks. Oh, it's yeah, five it's bucks like, every year. So why not? Gas exactly. is ninety percent of it. So exactly. But um, the question is, let's say an old school game that you used to grind out. So again, for me, it would be RuneScape. I played months and years and hours of RuneScape, right? So let's say right now, RuneScape uh, decided to come into the blockchain game and they're like, and uh, blockchain technology, and they're like, hey, anyone who played RuneScape from the beginning until like 2000, let's say 12, whatever, um, whoever has that account still, if you come and log on to RuneScape, you're going to get this token called, uh, I don't know, old school RuneScape token, and you're going to be dropped at all. So which game would that be for you that you would just be completely filthy rich in tokens? Uh, It'd probably have to be either RuneScape or WoW. Either one of those Okay. Okay. I can't can't tell how much when I played longer. I played RuneScape a lot longer, probably maybe when I was younger, but I was probably more devoted when I was older and played WoW. That was a good one. I feel like Blizzard's never gonna do that though, because they're super stingy. Yeah, that would never do it. Yeah, I was saying that. I probably, I'd probably never get a WoW token ever. I probably get a RuneScape token. I'd probably see that coming though. That'd yeah. be pretty good. <laughs> I actually, I actually had. Um, I mean, this is Twitter nonsense, but so I posted something about RuneScape. Someone tweeted like, "I can't wait for the day that RuneScape says they're getting into plo- uh, blockchain technology." I tweeted, "This is the tweet that I was looking for." And mm-hmm. he, they replied back like, I actually spoke to one of the devs and they're they know what's going on and they're interested. And I'm like, either you're just bo- you're just lying to me or you're just getting my hopes up. And I hope yeah. that you're just <laughs> please don't get my hopes up because I actually I hope that doesn't happen because then you guys will never see him from me again. Hear from me unless you're in <laughs> Falador or Varrock selling stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Well, it'd be pretty sick to see if they actually could integrate something like that with RuneScape, where you saw the old market school plays, and they kind of like did it for like instead of OpenSea, you could sell your NFTs in there. I could, they reckon there could be some stiff competition for OpenSea. Oh yeah, for sure. I I wouldn't leave. I'd quit my job. Become a full <laughs> RuneScape person. Uh, NRN would have to be put on hold. NerdFT Radio would probably have to be put on hold. Like the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, that's funny stuff, man. Mine was always uh, Diablo two, and that. I'm not gonna get yeah. not gonna get any tokens from that. <laughs> Diablo 2 as well. I, I did play a lot of games for a long time, but like I said, just because of the fact that RuneScape, because I was that was like one of the games to play when you were young, and it was like first time going online. I remember like logging in and taking like 
10 minutes to get into it or something. And I was like, I can finally play. I can finally play the game. <laughs> That's funny. Absolutely. Um, uh, I got an I got another question for you. No so just like um, Cryer, his favorite drink was the the trap or the rat trap. I would love to know in Miami, what was your in the out the outpost? What was the, your favorite drink when you were there? <laughs> Actually, just to say, I really liked the uh, the pigeon one, the blue one. The blue one was quite really. Nice. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't mind it. That. Yeah, it was I quite good. I stuck the beer, so I actually I did that uh, rat trap first, and I just never went back to anything else. I was just like, it's too good. <laughs> yeah, you're All gonna have pretty to good. find had, the recipe. Yeah, I had to give yeah, each one of them a try. I can find out the recipe for you if you want. I can ask them. I asked one of the founders. I'm pretty sure they put it together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we need that. <laughs> but um other 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 I'll than like other than gutter um the outpost did you go to any other events in miami did you have any meetings or anything like that like how was that for you that experience you said that you're in australia so you actually flew out from australia to miami for it correct yeah exactly yeah that's what i did so it was all for the pretty much for the gutter cat event because obviously we just did that big partnership with them and i wanted to go awesome. there and like show up and represent for um blaze games and for the gutter cats and the first day um, we had like to launch it all off. That's when we, we did like a panel that was recorded by uh, Edge of NFT. So I think it's coming out soon. And it's going to have me, uh, Gutter Wang, uh, their MC, and uh, uh, Arthur Madrid and Seb, the COO and the CEO of um, Sandbox, talking on it. And um, uh, that should be coming out when they edit it all together. But that was how we launched it, the whole thing off, explaining how like Gutter City was going and how the event just went with the live social space and. What we're all planning on doing and how we want it to go and yeah the partnership with the sandbox and the gutter cats awesome awesome and then um how how far in the future like how close are you guys to like hey like we're ready to go i know that um sandbox they just allowed people like to get into the game with their alpha and all that good stuff so are you guys on track for let's say like quarter one of next year or is it further down the road like how is that looking for you guys well, we're, we're, we're looking for quarter one, quarter two next year. Like um, I would say, hopefully, the only thing we're waiting on for most of the stuff is it's not so much the build, it's just the mechanics in the sandbox. So I'm not sure if you've played the alpha just yet. The the ability, because we want Gutter City to be a fully multiplayer experience where you can have a whole bunch of people running around. At the moment, it's more of like a uh, single-player experience, and the multiplayer experience areas don't so much have really in-depth quests or anything like that. So that's uh, something that they're still okay. working on. And now uh, that's coming out more and more as Alpha gets developed and then beta and all that kind of stuff. But as soon as we get those um, abilities to do that, we'll be putting those abilities into the game. But we'll be uh, posting multiple things as we go along. So we have done the Kibble Club, but we plan on doing when we have the full build done, doing a social spirit that loaded up but with the mechanics that do work and upgrading it as we go along with the mechanics as the sandbox allows us. Awesome, awesome, yeah, and super huge. let me let me ask you a question on like the gutter cat or the gutter gutter gang side of things. Of course, um, for the listeners right now, I've I went to Miami and I was there for an hour and I had to buy a gutter dog. Literally, I was <laughs> bl blown away by the experience, the event management, the everything. And um, a lot of people know that from the beginning, I've been a cool cat. That's how I got into the NFT cool space. Cat um, yeah, That's Cool Cat cool. Maxi, the whole nine yards. And I even spoke with Gutter Dan at the event for like a solid hour and a half. And I straight up told him, listen, man, I I didn't like your project. I I, 
I was cool cats all the way, the whole nine yards. And I straight up told him like, man, I was completely wrong. And he's like, you know what? That takes some, takes some courage to just straight up say you're wrong. Hmm. I'm like, dude, I, I'm, I'm a straight, I'm a straight shooter. If I'm wrong, I love being proved wrong. So yeah, I loved right. it. I had to buy a gutter dog um, being in the discord, being on Twitter. Like it was unbelievable. Now, on the metaverse side of gutter gang. So you guys are specifically building the, the gutter world for them in sandbox. Now, are, mm -hmm. uh, let me ask you this on the individual NFTs from the dogs, the pigeons, the rats and the cats um, are each individual holder receiving a, a cat or a dog yes. or a pigeon to actually integrate into the game. Exactly. They are. So at the moment, what we have done actually is already completely built is a uh, fur version of every cat, rat, dog, and pigeon. Um, the Not the full traits have been done yet, but we are working on that with them right now. It's just uh, a matter of we'll probably be one of the first projects to be integrated into the sandbox that would have full traits because we have that I'm kind of access with our company. That's awesome. But um, That's awesome. like I said, we are probably the first company to put out a full, like over 100 set of approved like our fur assets. So, like yeah. basically whatever fur you have, you have the... the the Cheshire, it's a you have a Cheshire dog that's waiting for you mm -hmm. there. And you we also have done a swag drop. If you want to look, if you look on our uh, Twitter, um, you can probably see it online, but more better to go to our company one blaze at Blaze Games AU um for our Twitter. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's what it is. Yep. And uh yeah, from there you'll be able to see a swag drop and that has a whole bunch of stuff that we're dropping to everyone for free too. There's like a car, there's like machetes, chainsaws, shirts. <laughs> Uh, pimp suit, oh, a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I'll link oh, you guys yeah. after the after we have this chat. I can actually link it absolutely. in the chat for you guys now, if in general, if you want. No, absolutely. Send that over, Perfect. and we'll definitely take a look at it. So, I think we can. I can ask you one last question, and I'm all out of questions. I know I talk a lot. So, <laughs> one, what's the one thing that you're most excited about working with Gutter Gang? Like, what's that one thing that you're building right now? that you just can't wait for everyone else, all the listeners, all the people of Gutter Gang to find, like to experience? Uh, basically, it's actually already done almost in our um, social space that we've done because obviously we're still waiting on mechanics to get it perfect, but we've done one of the first things in the sandbox where we actually have in a hidden spot in the gutter build on one of the top floors of a building. We have a basketball set up where you could actually shoot hoops through the basketball um, kind of mechanic that we have set up in there. And we're hoping to very soon get that to sync over multiple accounts so everyone has their balls and everyone can see what everyone's doing and actually host a basketball competition in the sandbox that is i cannot wait that's awesome yeah so yeah, what, one of the things be... we did with the social build as well was we had like that we did a whole event where we hosted through their discord a live dj just dj set for three hours where everyone could party in the social build dancing around together and hanging out and everything like that and that we did a we did get uh sand giveaways if you were able to figure out your way through our jump puzzle to get into the um hidden area and the first 10 people won a certain amount of sand and we're doing like we're planning on doing more of that stuff in the actual uh social build we already have but also with the basketball once we fine tune it just a little bit more so it just is a lot more smoother now that's that's super cool hey man Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it was a pleasure meeting you in person as well. Um, would love to have you back on later down the road to go over all this amazing stuff that you're doing. Um, I know for, for sure, a fact man. that myself, Cryer, we're going to be following you and everything that you guys Thanks, do at man. Blaze Games. Um, for the listeners, again, if you want to go ahead and follow them, it is Blaze Games on, on Twitter. It's at Blaze Games AU all um, together. 
And then yep. our special guest, uh, Voxel Blaze, his at name on Twitter is Voxel Blaze altogether. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, man. But yeah, Thank thanks, man. Um, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Um, you too, and guys. That's, that's all we got, man. Um, <laughs> remember to like, subscribe, and retweet, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Later. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me, man. See you, everyone.